What's up, everybody? You are not live and direct at the East West Grind podcast. Not yet. XM Radio, here I come, bitches. Respectfully. So for now, we are pre-recorded. Thanks for being here. Dan Bongino. You leave this house now. You are not the new Rush Limbaugh, sir. You can just forget about coming back. You're too fake. At least Rush appeared to be genuine on his show, which I believe he was genuine. I just happen to disagree with him. But we smell your shit a mile away, Dan. And it stinks. Why are you still a bully? How old are you, man? Like 12? Just like that CBD that bears your name, too. Are you connected to it? Are you not connected to it? It's got your name on it. It's shit. But we'll get into that in a bit. So welcome back to the East West Grind podcast, my friends. I am your hostess with the mostest, Christine Silva. Welcome. For all the Gen Z, Millennial, Gen Y, for all those youngsters, I will have you know... This music you're listening to is the iconic Pat Benatar in a man's world of rock and roll in the 70s and 80s. Pat Benatar was a barracuda. So was Hart. Women and teenagers took on her image. I remember the girls in junior high and high school that looked and dressed just like her. I was like, fuck yes. Pat Benatar did not give a fuck. Neither should you, ladies. It is a different world. Get after it. Use those voices. Walk into who you're meant to be. Be cool about it. Be respectful about it. But don't take no for an answer. And don't take no shit from anybody in the process. All right, guys. What's in the hopper today? Hopper. (laughs) I used to go to bingo with the ladies back in the day. Bingo, hopper, B12. You know what I mean. So in the hopper today, we got some talk radio podcast liars. We got some politician shit talk, of course. We got some dumb shit, which is a new topic. We got some gossip. Fake news rants. I got some shows I've been watching and some emails. All on deck. For the 26th episode of the East-West Grind. Shout out to everybody in that fucking grind. Special shout out to our friends, Robin and Holly. We're thinking about you ladies and we're hoping all is good. Alright guys, let's get after it. Alright guys, before we get into today's show, I am so fucking excited to shout out the East West Grind's very first sponsor at Body and Soul Botanica. Body and Soul features all natural plant-based products that are not only good for your body and soul, soak in their bath products that they sell as well. Trust me, you'll see what I'm talking about. But not only are the products at Body and Soul good for your body and soul, they smell good too. Makes me feel all mentholated and You know, I can feel like the red blood cells forming and just fresh flushing through my veins. 
uh, I'm not playing. It's, it's literally, it's rejuvenating. This miracle sports cream changed my life. And listen, those that know me know that I don't put my name or stand behind shit products. I don't do it. This is me being real with you. And as you guys know, I broke my ankle about six weeks ago. After the staples were removed, I started to rub the body and soul miracle cream onto my foot and my leg, my ankle, and the surrounding areas. And in five days, five fucking days, my swelling was 90% gone. The blood was circulating through my leg and ankle, and my injured leg was back to the color of the good leg. You follow me? It's elevated, but very little edema or swelling. And as I said last week, my doctor told me I was healing at a faster rate than some people he'd seen. Same injury, half my age. Half my age. Dinez and I were looking at each other like, what's the difference? What can it be? The only thing different we added was the uh, miracle sports cream from Body and Soul. So if you have aches and pains in your shoulders, your knees, your lower back, or you're just coming out of the house and getting active again at, you know, after COVID and, you know, walking around your community, whatever, I give you my word, my friends, Body and Soul, Miracle Sports Cream and products can change your life. I know because I experienced it firsthand. The Miracle Sports Cream is hemp-based. It has 11 herbal extracts that go beyond CBD to actually help your body heal itself from within as Mother Nature intended it. And check this out. We have an exclusive deal for the East West Grind listeners. Go to www.bodysoulbotanica.com. We'll have the link in the show notes. And enter code capital East West Grind at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. Take advantage of that 20%, you guys. I did. I ordered some for the Fan 5. We got some coming from Mama D and Lisa out there in South Kakalaki. We sent some to the general out there in Seattle. Everyone you know can benefit from this cream, you guys. This offer is exclusive to all my listeners. Take advantage of it, friends. Don't let pain stop you from living your best life. Get this Miracle Sports Cream. Your body will thank you. And it helps support this podcast so we can you know, continue to bring you straight talk and shit talk every week. Once again, use promo code EASTWESTGRIND at bodyandsoulbotanica.com and get that 20% off, you guys, your entire order. Thanks, you guys. A bazinga. All right, guys. Talk radio podcast liars. Who do we got back in the, the talk radio podcast liar hopper today? The guy from the intro, the Rush Limbaugh wannabe, a Dan Bongino. Fun fact, Dan Bongino will be stepping into... Uh, the talk radio shoes of Mr. Rush Limbaugh. And if you listen to Dan Bongino's podcast show, trust me, it's like uh, it's like nails on a chalkboard listening to his shit. But you know, you, you do what you got to do when doing the right thing is the only option. And debunking this fool's lies is the right thing to do. Anyways, if you pay attention to the Dan Bongino show, you may have noticed Bongino's demeanor and language has already started to transition or change in an attempt to mimic Mr. Limbaugh's way of communicating to his loyal base of, of listeners. And Dan, 
these guys ain't going to like you, man. I listened to Rush. You'll never be able to achieve what he did. I don't know who lied to you, man, but his base ain't going to like you. You're phony. Even your laugh is phony. Sorry, not sorry. Rumble is having issues. Parlor is in the outhouse. People are on to you, sir. And listen, friends and foe, we've got some Rush clips and Bongino clips in our earlier episodes of the East-West Grind. Go take a listen and pay attention to how Rush communicates, how Dan communicated back even a few months ago, and how Dan has altered his persona and language and content to appeal to Rush's viewers. But he's being dumb about it. He giggles like a 15-year-old boy. And he's like mid-40s, I think. All you should be getting from this guy, this type of guy, is sports. There could only be one Rush Limbaugh diggity Dan, and his listeners were 20, 30 years deep and loyal to him. You're going to have to try a lot harder with them, man. Friends, I know this may be hard to hear, but Dan Bongino is a con man. To my many maggot listeners, don't fall for it. The fucking CBD line with his name, you know, all over it. Dan Bongino CBD oil that launched at the end of 2020, I think. It's gone belly up, if I'm not mistaken. It's got Better Business Bureau complaints that the product is garbage. And the people who ordered it, their credit cards just kept getting charged every month. And there's no number to complain. No fucking email address. Look it up. And just like that Trump credit card scam recently that, you know, he got busted for and had to pay back his MAGA supporters for continuing monthly charges to their credit cards as well. It's the same scam with these two, Trump and Bongino. See, look at the Republican Party, man. They ain't going to tell you they've been busted for pulling all these fucking Ronald McDonald Miller scams. But it's a fact. And it is a fucking scheme, man. Don't buy it. Do not do it, my friends. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alexis Conran. And as Stefan mentioned earlier, all of today, we have been looking at the superpowers. And when I say superpowers, we all think of Superman. We think of the good guys. I'm going to talk to you about the bad guys. And I think there's a lot we can learn by studying their superpowers, because their superpowers are pretty damn cool. I'm going to talk to you specifically about the superpowers of the conmen. What do I mean by conmen? Non-violent criminals, grifters, hustlers, scam artists. And what is their superpower? Well, their superpower is that using the right words, asking the right questions, and putting people in the right situation, they get those people to do exactly as they're told. Pretty cool superpower, you must agree. People have been known to hand over cash, cars, houses, credit card details, bank details. Their entire life savings or their life savings of their corporations have gone to scrupulous con men using the superpowers we are about to talk of. Now, I've spent 20 years of my life as a professional deceiver. Uh, In fact, people may argue even more than that because I started off as an actor, still deceiving. Then I became a magician, 
very much deceiving. And then I did a show on the BBC called The Real Hustle. Uh, we did uh, over 100 episodes. It was sold all over the world. And I wrote and performed, along with my co-stars, over 500 scams and scammed people all over Europe in America. That was a TED Talk. I'll put the full 18-minute clip on con men in the show notes. It's called, uh, the, the one I just put down there, it's called The Superpower of a Con Man by Alexis Conran. TED Talks are your friend, my friends. TED Talks are small 10 to 30 minute lectures on all kinds of subjects by some of the smartest people from all over the world. And again, it's on all subjects. There's TED Talks on farming and truck driving and transportation and mechanics, you name it. And if you think you have nothing to learn about anything, you're a real, real problem. Okay, so let's get into Dan Bongino, his podcast, real quick. This is going to be episode 1516. I mean, we need a house cleaning at the upper levels of the FBI and the CIA. I'm very sorry, folks. I was a federal law enforcement officer myself. I had no problem putting my politics aside and protecting both a Democrat and Republican president. Why is it that people at the top of the FBI and CIA, two of the most powerful entities on the planet, that can change your life in a minute, cannot, many of them, cannot seem to put their politics aside. If you can't raise your right hand and pledge allegiance to the Constitution of the United States and the United States of America and put your politics aside, please find a new line of work. Why am I talking about this? Because we're going to open the show today with some troubling new abuses by the CIA and FBI who seem to become entirely political actors now and put their law enforcement and intelligence missions to the side. So Dan Bongino resigns from the Secret Service and writes a book, 2012, 2013, about the Obama years. And side note, real quick, Dan Bongino ran for Congress or Senate like three times, and he lost all three times because he didn't know shit about shit about politics back then. And he still don't. Anyways, Bongino writes a book about how Obama was too harsh on his colleagues because he was Secret Service who got busted for being drunk and ordering hookers as Secret Service agents. They protect the president. Hello, El Presidente. And this is what happened to them. Nikki was the new boss of Las Vegas. Charlie M. Four reels, sevens across three $15,000 jackpots. Do you have any idea what the odds are? Shoot, it's got to be in the millions, maybe more. Three fucking jackpots in 20 minutes? Why didn't you pull the machines? Why didn't you call me? Well, it happened so quick. Three guys won. I didn't have a chance to call oh, you. you see the scam? You didn't see what was going on? Well, there's no way to determine that, Yes, Sam. there is. An infallible way. They won. Well, it's a casino. People got to win sometimes. Hey, Ward, you're pissing me off. Now you're insulting my intelligence. What do you think? I'm a fucking idiot? You know goddamn well somebody had to get into those machines and set those fucking reels. The probability on one four-wheel machine is a million and a half to one. On three machines in a row, it's in the billions. It cannot happen. Would not happen. You fucking Momo, what's the matter with you? Didn't you see you were being set up on the second win? I really you, think you Wait, you didn't see that you were being set up on the second win? I really think you're overreacting. Listen, you home. fucking yokel, I had it with you. I've been carrying your ass in this place ever since I got it. Get your ass and get your things and get out of here. You're firing me? I'm firing you. No, I'm not firing. I'm firing you. You might regret this, Mr. Rothstein. I'll regret it even more if I keep you on. This is not the way to treat people. Listen, if you didn't know you'd be a scam, you're too fucking dumb to keep this job. If you did know you were in on it, either way, you're out. Get out. Go on. Let's go. All those drunk, horny Secret Service agents got fired because they let their guard down. 
You got to be men in black and on point to be protecting the United States of uh, the president. I'm sorry, of the United States of America. I think everyone would agree on that. You have to be. You should be on your game, even for ex-president Trump. As much as I despise him, I'd want whoever is protecting him to be on their game. So fuck yeah, fire all those slackers. And don't tell me or talk to me, Mr. Bongino, about scandals in the Obama administration. Find me one that you didn't make up. You can't. All right, let's keep moving in this episode of the Dan Bongino Show. In uh, Granite, Utah, and elsewhere, finally speaking out because they are tired of their kids being sent to school with masks on. They don't feel it's necessary. So God forbid you show the citizenry of a country revolting against something they don't like. That's kind of how a constitutional republic works. So, Joe, if you would cue the music, please. This is the notification we got from YouTube. from our friends at YouTube. The communists at YouTube said, you have produced unauthorized thoughts and content, comrade. Listen to that. This is who people get their politics from. And again, my friends, this is something like an Alex Jones or a Rush Limbaugh would do in acting like they were crazy. See, he's he's picking up their image and how they, these guys have, Rush was the top top of his game. And uh, Alex Jones, until he got taken off, was all over Infowars, was all over the place. But uh, you see what he's doing? He's, Dan Bongino's like picking up their image and what's attractive, you know, to the mind, to people that can relate to that. And he's pulling those listeners. He's a fucking con man. He is not telling the truth. He is playing you guys. Let's keep going. Here's the notification we got from these clown joker zeros in YouTube. Hello, Dan Bongino show clips. Dear comrade, we have reviewed your content and unfortunately we think it violates our medical medical misinformation policy. (laughs) We have removed the following content from YouTube. This is hilarious. They reviewed the content. Here's the title. Parents are revolting against school's dumb mask methods. You can't put that on YouTube. You can't. You too. I'm telling. I love how they talk about like communist language too. He doesn't produce any documentation in the show notes supporting these claims that YouTube plays the Russian national anthem, or that they address him as comrade. He doesn't put anything in the in the notes because it doesn't exist. Dan Bongino's lost a ton of money with his investment in Parlor. Rumble ain't doing so good. He gets censored from the other social media platforms for spreading disinformation. It's just like bad breath just coming out of his mouth. And now he wants you to believe YouTube is down with Russia. These guys at YouTube, over at YouTube and Google that are across the bay in Mountain View and, you know, fucking San Mateo. Yeah, San Bruno. San Bruno, that's where um, YouTube is. Uh, But they they ain't Russian assets. And these corporations, these Silicon Valley corporations, are some of the most diverse companies in history, intentionally. 
Russia is a communist country. You have to behave a certain way in those countries. You have to look a certain way. White is right. That is not Silicon Valley. And as I've said many a time throughout this show about the diversity in Silicon Valley, it's there. I know it for a fact. I worked on those campuses for almost four years. Dan Bongino is lying. Let's move on in the same episode, okay? And um, I, I gotta, I'm going to need to hire someone to listen to this shit for me because this piece of shit drives me to, to my fucking Tic Tacs, clown. All right, let's keep going. Here's another thing they throw in there. We know this might be disappointing. It's not disappointing. I don't give a rat's caboose. I, I am an investor in an alternative platform to you communist losers. I'm not, a, I'm not angry at all. You're actually, you, you are making me rich with your stupidity. I'm not kidding. I would just prefer a society where I don't get rich off your stupidity and that everybody believes in free speech. I would seriously prefer that. But if you're going to turn into communists in front of our very eyes, then yes, I'm going to produce a free speech model, Rumble, and win when Rumble has been winning, by the way, huge. So uh, there you go. YouTube strikes again. I'm telling you, they wake up every morning, the communists at YouTube, and they think to themselves, I can't say this enough, folks. What would a good communist do today? I've got an idea when the dirty, rotten, deplorable... You know, these uh, these disgusting filth we call the citizens actually get up and revolt against something they don't like. We better back up our bourgeoisie uh, folks here in the, in, in the you know, uh, in these legislatures and get them to put their masks on. We better ban any kind of citizen revolt here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That's how you sound, Dan Bongino. Rumble is a bunch of lies, and you employ people with zero legitimate journalistic credentials. You can't put anybody, Dan Bongino, you can't put anybody from Rumble or the Daily Caller or the Daily Wire, you can't put them up against like a Dan Rather or a Philip Rucker. Rumble is a platform with you at the helm. Listen to yourself. You have zero credibility, and you spread lies yourself. How credible can Rumble be? Zero. America, this guy is trying to, this Dan Bongino, I'm going to keep saying his name. This guy is trying to sell the American people or make them believe that new corporations like in Silicon Valley, like the tech industry, and by the way, that industry, Silicon Valley tech, are putting old money and old corporate out of business because old corporate is greedy as fuck. And side note, check this out, my friends. But with old core, people don't want to work for peanuts anymore. And they don't want to work for an organization that does not appreciate them or that does not value their contribution as employees of the company, right? That is why old corporate is in trouble. Dan Bongino is with those guys. He's with the old corporate. He's with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is old corporate. But Dan Bongino wants you to believe that these San Francisco Bay Area companies are communist organizations in the gay capital of the world, that they're communists. Think logically, my friends. I'm six minutes into this show. And look at all the lies and disinformation he's selling his listeners. Fact check me. And here's another way. 
watched the movie The Internship with my man crush, Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson. That takes place on the Google campus. When you're done, let me know if you think that that's what a communist corporation looks like and acts like on those campuses. I'm done with this guy for the fucking, I'm just done with him for the day. Today is part nine in our Ten Commandments series, and that means we're talking about lying. Now, there are thousands of ways to lie, both inside and outside the courtroom, but society can't survive without a commitment to the truth. Let's take a look at this commandment in Exodus chapter 20, verse 16, it says it like this, you must not testify falsely against your neighbor. Now, on the surface, this reads like we're talking about the court of law, but it's more than that. And the reason is because lying is out of step with God's character. It undermines justice in general. Mm-hmm. Dan Bongino claims to be all about the Bible and God. Another fucking shitter liar. So, okay, let's move on. Let's move on into the political hopper. But trust me, I'm going to be... I'm going to be all on Dan Bongino's ass, like white on rice, calling out his lies as he tries to take that seat, that seat in the, the Limbaugh chair. But I don't think he's got what it takes to be Rush. Rush's listeners are going to be able to smell his fake, I predict. But okay, let's move on to the politicians. And I'm going to go ahead and take an hour break right here with the ice. It'll be about six minutes and 20 seconds for you. This is Liz Cheney, congresswoman from Wyoming, Republican, fucking attorney, daughter of former vice president Dick Cheney under Bush one. This family, this Cheney family, staunch Republicans. This is her speech today on Capitol Hill. BRB. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank very much my uh, friend and uh, colleague, uh, uh, Mr. Buck, for yielding me time this evening. Uh, I know the topic, Mr. Speaker, is cancel culture. I have some thoughts about that. Uh, but tonight, I rise to discuss freedom and our constitutional duty to protect it. Mr. Speaker, I have been privileged to see firsthand how powerful and how fa fragile freedom is. 28 years ago, I stood outside a polling place, a schoolhouse in western Kenya, Soldiers had chased away people who were lined up to vote. A few hours later, they came streaming back in, risking further attack, undaunted in their determination to exercise their right to vote. In 1992, I sat across a table from a young mayor in Nizhny Novgorod, Russia, and I listened to him talk of his dream of liberating his nation from communism. Years later, for his dedication to the cause of freedom, Boris Nemtsov was assassinated by Vladimir Putin's thugs. In Warsaw in 1990, I listened to a young Polish woman tell me that her greatest fear was that people would forget. They would forget what it was like to live under Soviet domination, that they would forget the price of freedom. Three men, an immigrant who escaped Castro's totalitarian regime, a young man who grew up behind the Iron Curtain and became his country's minister of defense, and a dissident who spent years in the Soviet gulag, have all told me it was the miracle of America, captured in the words of President Ronald Reagan, that inspired them. 
and I have seen the power of faith and freedom. I listened to Pope John Paul II speak to thousands in Nairobi in 1985, and 19 years later, I watched that same Pope take my father's hands, look in his eyes, and say, God bless America. God has blessed America, Mr. Speaker, but our freedom only survives if we protect it, if we honor our oath taken before God in this chamber to support and defend the Constitution, if we recognize threats to freedom when they arise. Today, we face a threat America has never seen before. A former president who provoked a violent attack on this Capitol in an effort to steal the election has resumed his aggressive effort to convince Americans that the election was stolen from him. He risks inciting further violence. Millions of Americans have been misled by the former president. They have heard only his words, but not the truth, as he continues to undermine our democratic process, sowing seeds of doubt about whether democracy really works at all. I am a conservative Republican, and the most conservative of conservative principles is reverence for the rule of law. The Electoral College has voted. More than 60 state and federal courts, including multiple judges the former president appointed, have rejected his claims. The Trump Department of Justice investigated the former president's claims of widespread fraud and found no evidence to support them. The election is over. That is the rule of law. That is our constitutional process. Those who refuse to accept the rulings of our courts are at war with the Constitution. Our duty is clear. Every one of us who has sworn the oath must act to prevent the unraveling of our democracy. This is not about policy. This is not about partisanship. This is about our duty as Americans. Remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. I will not participate in that. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law and joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. As the party of Reagan, Republicans have championed democracy, won the Cold War, and defeated the Soviet communists. Today, America is on the cusp of another Cold War, this time with communist China. Attacks against our democratic process and the rule of law empower our adversaries and feed communist propaganda that American democracy is a failure. We must speak the truth. Our election was not stolen, and America has not failed. I received a message last week from a Gold Star father who said, Standing up for the truth honors all who gave all. We must all strive to be worthy of the sacrifice of those who have died for our freedom. They are the patriots Catherine Lee Bates described in the words of America the Beautiful when she wrote, O beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. Ultimately, Mr. Speaker, this is at the heart of what our oath requires, 
that we love our country more, that we love her so much that we will stand above politics to defend her, that we will do everything in our power to protect our Constitution and our freedom that has been paid for by the blood of so many. We must love America so much that we will never yield in her defense. That is our duty. Thank you. All right, guys, we're back. Liz Cheney uh, is projected to lose her seat as the third in command in the Republican Party tomorrow. The alleged prevert in Matt Gates and the queen of truples, thruples, kerfuffles, I don't know, whatever. But that Marjorie Taylor Greene that sleeps with her gym trainer and other men and women all at the same time, not that I have a problem or a beef with that type, with that type of stuff. I'm just, it's not my thing. You know what I mean? But these two, Gates and Green and Trump and all these other Republicans under investigation by the FBI and everybody else are talking about Liz Cheney not being one with the Republican Party. No, bitch, she's not. She's not a Trump Republican. She's got a moral compass. When, and I got a question for you guys, when did the party of family values become okay with accused child sex trafficking or traffickers and swingers and embezzlers and book cookers? When did that party become okay with these guys touring the country and giving money to them at these rallies? When did that all become okay with the conservative Republican Party? I don't get it. Actually, I do. I'll tell you when. 2016. Trump. He brought all that shit and his decades of shade. And he brought that shit and those shitty congressmen and senators to the surface and normalized that type of behavior, trying to get over on the government. These guys ain't patriots. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. That's not right. Like I said in past episodes, people fight to come to our country. We're so corrupt. Why are people coming? Why are they trying to sneak in? If it's so bad, why are people trying to get here? And why is the Republican Party trying to convince their constituents and their fellow American that our government is so fucked up? What is wrong with you guys? The Democrats are sitting back and watching the Republican Party eat their own. And it is pathetic. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. No offense. No, none taken. (laughs) If you guys had to give your ATM card to one of two people for 24 hours, who would it be? Matt Gaetz or Liz Cheney? Who would you trust? You have to pick one. I'd pick Cheney. Look at her reputation and look at Gaetz's reputation. See what I mean? All right, let's move on. In dumb shit news, here's that uh, that Newsmax channel. Newsmax is that fairly new pro-Trump propaganda news channel. I say that in air quotes as usual, because just wait, you'll 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 figure it out. But Newsmax has Washington shameful for his lies. I might add, Sean Spicer on its airwaves. We've talked about that in past episodes too. Everyone remembers him, right? Here, check this out for a second. Here. This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period, both in person and around the globe. Yeah, that guy right there. 
And no, it wasn't the largest crowd, period. Factually, Trump's inauguration drew one of the lowest crowds. The Pussy Hat March drew more people than Trump's inauguration. But whatever. Sean Spicer lied all day, every day up there. And when his, you know, panties got in a crinkle after the mooch got hired, Anthony Scaramucci, Sean Spicer resigned and could only catch work at the C Network in Newsmax. And this is how newsworthy Newsmax is. This right here. This is the news that they're reporting. Check this out. All right, folks, I want you to take a look at this. Joe Biden today getting on Marine One, and he stops and picks up, I think it's a dandelion, but it's a dandelion that hasn't even blossomed into a flower yet. Like, it gives everybody asthma. So you blow it, it goes everywhere, and then everybody starts sneezing. Well, he picks up the weed and gives it to Jill as what I guess is supposed to be some kind of a sweet gesture. He's getting dandelions all over the place. I say it was a planted dandelion there. Who knows? Folks, I want... Dehum dumb. That is not news, people. That is third grade dumb shittery and junior high school mean girl gossip. It's terrible what people like this are doing to reshape the minds of their fellow Americans. It's disgusting. Let's move on before I throw up. Next in the hopper, we got shows I've been watching lately. That's new. Okay, so... Everyone knows I'm limited in what I can do and where I can go with this ankle. I mean, it's got its advantages and disadvantages, but I'm making it work. What else can I do, right? Any Hoosier. So I am fucked up lately on this Dave, David Portnoy, Barstool Pizza Reviews. Check out this clip real quick. Coronavirus, bang. Uh, Everything's going to shit. It's chaos in the streets, but pizza goes on. I don't care. I'll walk right into a quarantine zone and eat pizza in Corona's face. Hi, Frankie. All right, Frankie. Hi, Frankie. Hi, Frankie. When you're in trouble in the city and you see me, you're like, that guy will help me. That guy's a hero. That guy makes shit happen. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. Say cheese. We're on camera. Doing pizza reviews. I have so much fucking charm. I'm a little bit nervous, Frankie, right now. It's just dripping steam in its mouth, Vesuvius of flames. You put your mouth under there, your tongue's gone. I'm obsessed with this guy and his pizza reviews. I just found him over the past couple weeks, so I'm all over his Facebook, you know, page, his YouTube channel, watching episodes. I fucking love it. He usually gets a large pie. And he starts, he's like, one bite, everybody knows the rules. And he always says that, but he always finishes one slice, so I don't get it. But anyway, he takes normal guy-sized bites, which are pretty good, right? And he chews it like two times and then swallows. I'm looking at him sometime and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, dude, you're going to fucking choke. Slow down. Chew that shit. Anyways, uh, he's from the East Coast. And so far, I've only seen reviews he's done out there in the East Coast and maybe you know, I've seen him in the he's, I've seen a couple maybe in the Midwest, but uh, Dave, Dave Portnoy, I'm going to tweet this to you. I'm going to email it to you. Let us invite you to migrate west to the Bay Area and nestled in the Mission District of Fremont, California is a little 30 year family owned pizza and pub named Mission Pizza and Pub founded and still owned 
by the Willis family and his descendants. Check this out. If you come in here and say you want an extra, extra thin uh, pepperoni with uh, feta cheese and black olives and garlic and whatever, we do that and don't even bat an eye. We'll do anything. I mean, we have a corned beef and cabbage pizza. We have a bacon cheeseburger pizza. We do things that are out of the box. The beers are a big, big part of what people do. They like their, they, they like unusual beers around here, and, and that's what I specialize in, unusual beers. So I have 32 taps. This is 22 years of collecting beer stuff between bottles and cans and tap handles and mirrors, car stuff. I'm a car guy. I've had old cars for years. We have live music here at the Pizza Paula three nights a week. It's mostly on the country side of things, but not always that way. It gets into some light rock and some other things, but the majority of it is country bluegrass. It's kind of what we do. We've always tried to be the interesting pizza parlor, the interesting things on the wall, the music, the beer selection, the unusual pizzas. That's kind of what we've done with this business, and we're working on year 23 now, so we think that the formula seems to work for us. I enjoy it. It's more interesting than being vanilla. That was Big Daddy Phil right there, and uh, he still goes in there to visit and talk with the, you know, that community that he has served for over 30 years, and that is the best pizza at Mission Pizza in the Bay Area, in my opinion. I am out. So Dave Portnoy, Barstool Pizza Reviews. Get on that plane and get on down to Mission Pizza. Come on down. All right, so next in the uh, what I've been watching, Hopper. That is correct. That was fucking Donkey Kong right there. All the Gen X and even the baby boomers will appreciate this. My Aunt Rosie, rest in peace, would, back in the day over at the 7-Eleven on Chapel, would stand in front of the Dig Dug for hours putting quarters into that game. Hella fun. But anyways, I, I stumbled upon this documentary called The King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. I found it on YouTube, but it's a journey back in time to, to 80s video games, to the Donkey Kong high score champion and all those games back then. It was really good, really good, good memories of the arcades from back in the day when I watched it. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, it brought in memories of like Centipede. My mom was fucking bomb at Centipede. Defender, Tempest, Galaga was my shit though. So anyways... Uh, the King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters, if you're feeling nostalgic, I think you'll love it. I can't get into today's video games. My nephew's a gamer. Have you seen the setup nowadays to just to play a video game? It's too much. It's too much time and energy to learn all that. Uh, rock band's fun. I, I get into rock band, you know, with the drums and guitar. That's good stuff. No point in making a pass. It's, uh... 
All right, let's get into some gossip. Here's some uh, insurrectionist updates, and I'll put the article in the show notes because, like I said, I like everybody to fact check me. Please fact check me. But the insurrectionists in jail are being charged with trying to take over the Capitol building for whatever those formal charges are called or look like. I don't know, but they're all in some shit. And they're coming, their defense is they've got foxitis. That's about as dumb as the Twinkie defense. Google that. The Twinkie defense. That actually worked, which is a shame. But the Capitol riot people are saying too much Fox News convinced them that the president needed their help. And that's why they went and did the dumb shit that they did that day. Fox's defense is any reasonable people or persons knows that Fox News is an entertainment channel like WWE. Is everybody having a good time? (laughs) I am. There's nothing like really good ownership, is there? (laughs) We get rid of this guy, McMahon, nothing like it. Okay, earlier tonight, I told everybody that after the show, you're getting your money back. Unheard of. (laughs) Amazing. For all the people watching television, I said something very simple. No commercials tonight. Commercial free. Not bad. Never happened before. How much money do you think that cost? You know, the new general manager that Vince wanted to appoint? Hello. That was the former president like 10 years ago trying his hand at the WWE, which didn't work out. And remember, Vince McMahon and his wife, Linda, who owned the WWE, were in the Trump administration. Do you guys catch what I'm throwing at you? We spent four years in an entertainment presidency. No governing, all lies and illusions. And the WWE Trump supporter insurrectionists, by trusting Trump and company, are left holding their dicks under that leadership and the spread of lies by Fox News. We need to seriously look in the mirror at what we absorb as a nation, as individuals. These motherfuckers keep burning the little guy right in front of our eyes. What the hell is going on? I'm robbing you! And side note real quick, a really good friend of mine sent over a Washington Post article for me uh, from back in February. And it was about, you know, it's, I'll put it in the notes at the, at the end of the show, but it's about the Q, the QAnon, and how it's torn people and families apart. And all these, like Fox and Newsmax and OWN, Breitbart, Ben Shapiro, Dan Pongino, Steve Bannon, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. I mean, and, and the last two are United States Congresswomen, Congresswomen, Matt fucking Gates. But all these fools and so many more on the conservative side have been pushing this group or cult. It's a fucking cult. Veteran clinical psychologists. Describe Q as a cult, 
not to mention how the FBI would describe them. Look up the definition of cult or cult leader. Matter of fact, let me grab the Webster Dictionary real quick. Let me get the definition for you real quick, all right? Under cult in Webster Dictionary, it says a system of religious vernation, I don't know, and devotion directed towards a particular figure or subject. The Q, where we go one, we go all. That's their motto, right? That shit's weird. Second uh, thing under there is a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Again, Tom Hanks, drinking children's blood, Hillary Clinton, having a child porn ring. She's a grandma. Like, that shit doesn't make sense. The pizza, that that don't make sense. That is fucking nuts. Let your logical thinking mind take over. Drop your ego and just think about that scenario for a second. Tom Hanks drinks kids' blood. Hillary Clinton has... A, a child sex trafficking in, in a pizza place. In a P- I work in a pizza place. Finally, in Webster's Dictionary, describing, you know, or it describes cult. A cult as a, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person, person or thing. Hello. If you are a Q supporter, does your loyalty to QAnon Line up with the Webster Dictionary definition of a cult? You don't got to answer me. You got to answer yourself. But this Q has wrecked people's lives. There were as many Q flags at the January 6th event as there were Trump flags. Go back and look at the images and the footage of that day. It's on Google. They are one and the same. But this shit has wrecked families, some beyond repair. And why? All over conspiracy? I know several Trump, uh, I'm sorry, Q believers. And I see people all over the internet calling him stupid, this, that, yada, yada. I mean, listen, I'm not perfect. Trust me, I've had my share of, you know, dumb motherfucker fights on the internet. I've had those. But everyone knows a Q supporter. It's infected our political pool over the last four or five years. You can't just insult the Q or the Trump follower. You can't do that. You got to have a logical conversation with them. Like, dude, this doesn't make sense. Like that, they'll have a conversation with you. Dude, this doesn't make sense. So I just got done watching Stuart Little, and you know what? That don't make no sense. First of all, how do you go to an orphanage to adopt a child and you leave with a mouse? Second of all, how does the orphanage even have a mouse to begin with? Baby, that cannot be FDA approved. Also, how in the hell you ain't never heard an animal speak before, but all of a sudden this mouse does and you think that's normal and you ain't got no problems with it. Now all of a sudden you Dr. Doolittle and you got a cat. Also, shame on the adoption agency for allowing you to adopt a mouse when you have a cat. I'm calling CPS. Matter of fact, I'm calling Peter. And don't even get me started on this search party, baby, because if you call me and tell me that we about to go look for a mouse in New York City, the city of rodents, I ain't coming. I'm hanging up. 
It's the family portrait for me. Because listen here, if y'all got a mouse and you invite me over, I'm not coming. Second of all, I'm not eating there. Why? Because you nasty, your family nasty, and that mouse is nasty. And that's why Stuart Little don't make no sense. All right, let's get into some fake news in the fake news outhouse today. We've probably talked about this in the past too. But how do you determine what is fake and what isn't? For me, I take everything into consideration. With social media, anyone can create a professional or semi-professional looking website. Write a blog, slap the word news article on it, and call it a day. But all that is is their opinion. Breitbart, The Daily Wire, Daily Caller, trash like that. All that shit is is their opinion. No integrity or standards behind it. And they call it news. Recently, a friend had this fake news website question. And this, this article was spreading garbage about how COVID, you know, it was, it was like this lethal murderous weapon. Our friend was like, what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck, Arrowhead? So I looked up the website in question before it was news.com. Then I cross-referenced it with a list of fake news websites, international lists. I mean, you can even find this on Wikipedia. But it's uh but before it knew before it was news.com was the third one down under abc.com.co of fake news sites. See how they do that? If you see abc.com, you're you're like, oh sweet, it's it's ABC, it's you know, it's legit, it's it's local, it's national. But someone had created a news site that looks very similar to abc.com in abc.com.co. See that? That C-O at the end? That's your indicator that that is not the ABC News in American television history since the inception of the television here in America. ABC.com.co is an imposter fake bitch account. Okay, but back uh, to the before it was news.com article on the COVID vaccine. I researched the journalist, air quotes, who wrote the article. Her name is Christine Northup. Pull her up. Uh, but uh, PressHerald.com has a write-up in their paper on her titled Doctor of Disinformation. She's a joke. And the Press Herald is to Portland what the San Francisco Chronicle is to the Bay Area. So the Press Herald is legit. Watch out for these types of journalists, air quote, journalists, my friends like this Christine Northup, they aim to do nothing but sow more lies and doubt and divide our great nation even further. Don't fucking fall for it, friends. And you, Christine Northup, shame on you, bitch. Why are you doing that? Why are you, why are you making up these lies and you know, giving them to the American people? Why would you do that? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? you, you I see, think it's it. important, though. All right, quick email. We got Sarah... From North Carolina, North, Sarah says, you should go to church or go spend some, I'm sorry, you should go spend some time in church because you need God. Hello, Miss Sarah. Thank you for the email, ma'am. I did spend a few years in the church. I think it was 2008, 9, 10, something like that. But I did. It was a small city church in Hayward, California. Good pastor, great storyteller. You know how to draw you in, you know what I mean? 
He was good at connecting the Bible to our day-to-day, you know, struggles and lives. And he made you think like, ah, yeah, you know, like I get that. An old friend of mine and I used to go every Sunday, but I was, I was always perplexed because I couldn't become a member of the church that I was attending. I was like, you know, I was a lesbian. So I could go and I could put money in the collection plate, but I couldn't become a member. I thought that was weird. Then, and this is what did it for me, and boom, I was out of the church. But another person I'd met at work turned me on to a, another church in Milpitas, California. It was a smaller version of like a Joel Osteen type of, you know, small mega church. It had band, you know, like a big band and lights and souvenir shops. <laughs> and uh, in this one, this medium-sized, small-sized mega church, people spoke in tongue. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't think I can get there, man. This shit looks crazy. It just didn't make sense to me. But I stayed for the service. I was already there, so I was like, what the fuck? But what happened next, this particular Sunday, the guest pastors were Katy Perry's parents. You guys know Katy Perry, right? Yeah, her. So Katy Perry's parents were the guest preachers that Sunday. And dude, the dad, was up there doing his thing, fucking silver chain link wallet protector, whatever that thing's called, you know, the chain hanging down, which I thought was kind of weird too. I mean, what pastor walks around all in black and with a chain wallet? I didn't get it, but whatever, you know, do you? It's whatever. Uh, But that wasn't it, though. That's not why I stopped going to church on a regular basis, Miss Miss Sarah. So here's what happened. After that, at the end of Katy Perry's father's sermon, I don't know what dude's name is. Google it if you're that interested. But he had, he being the dad, had the church attendees pass that collection plate around, you know, that goes at the end of the service, each service, right? That's normal. Pass it around. But about 15 minutes in, with the church band, you know, still playing, music was going, and nobody was really, really in a place of questioning shit, except me. Because, you know, I wasn't dancing in the aisles like a clown speaking in a language that made no sense. Fucking shabalala. I'm like, that shit was going on. And I was like, fuck that shit. That's not for me. I mean, I was born at night, but not last night, fool. You know what I mean? So after that 15 minutes and the collection plates were back with the church attendees, the normal, regular Sunday church pastor came out to thank the Perrys for coming down to Milpitas to give that sermon. And the motherfucker says, the regular church pastor, he says, we're going to pass the collection plate around one more time 
so we can get enough money to take Perry's out for a good meal. That's a true story. I was like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck did he just say? You expect me to believe a mini megachurch doesn't have the revenue to take these folks to a, a Massimo's dinner down on Maori or a La Pinata in Hayward or some shit like that. Anything. Fucking pasta presto. I don't know. Something. You know, I'm thinking this. And son of a fucking bitch, he sends that collection plate around again. People are writing checks. And I'm like, oh shit, these fucking con men. Some of the richest families in the Bay Area at that time. And the home pastor sends around the collection plate twice. To take these fools out to dinner? Bullshit. Bullshit, I say. So I take my $10 I put in the first round, get up, and leave like zigzagging through the people screaming and dancing in the aisle. I was gone. Side note, white people, we have no rhythm. Most of us, I'm just saying. But circling back, Miss Sarah in North Carolina, South, one of the Carolinas, I've done the church thing, ma'am. It didn't work out for me. I had too many unanswered questions and a lot of fucking shade I witnessed. But, you know, I stick to the small churches anytime I feel like I need to go in those buildings, which is rare. I'm good, though. And some years later, Miss Sarah, 2019, came The Righteous Gemstones, a Danny McBride masterpiece. Mr. Baby Billy, Judy makes a great point. It could be great exposure. I'm sorry, somebody trying to talk to me while I'm working? Yes, Baby Billy, it was the boy. Boy? Listen here, TJ. You don't speak to me during rehearsal unless you've spoken to. You understand? My name is BJ. You know that. Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chime-ins. Go on. Judy, you better tell this bitch to walk the fuck out right now or we done for the day. Go on. It's your choice now. And if you follow the shenanigans of the real-life megachurch families and all their scandals, Miss Sarah... You're going to love The Righteous Gemstones. It is great show on HBO. It is great satire. Just like this. And now a message from the White House Communications Director. <laughs> hello, hello. All right, everybody, please uh, shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm Donald Trump's new communication director because all the rest of the asses got fired. And they only left with me. I'll be taking one question for each of you, not two, one at a time. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, who are you? Yeah, um, uh, my name is Muddia, Mud to the Damn, D-E-A. You only get a first name because I have warrants. Thank you so much. Next question, next question, question, question. Um, yeah, what, what makes you qualified to be communications director? Why, why do you think you get two questions? Will you feel entitled, white man? <laughs> the reason I'm qualified to be communication director is because I'm here. Now, mind your damn business. Thank you very much. Next question. Wait, did you even vote for Donald Trump? Hey, I know. I didn't vote for Trump. Only two black people voted for Trump. One was Ben Carson, and the other was that man behind him at the, at the rallies with the sign saying, Blacks for Trump. I'm not now one of them. I voted for Hillary three times. Thank you very much. <laughs> then why did you agree to do this job? Why does anybody work for somebody they can't stand and they don't like? They need a check. I need the C-H-E-Q, okay? So that's why the hell I'm here. Thank you very much. Okay? 
I'm putting a scaramucha in this bitch. After this is over, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be in this bitch for about 10 days. Then I'm going to do Dancing with the Stars and we're going to have a good time up in this bitch. Hello. Thanks for the email, Miss Sarah. I appreciate you. All right, guys. We're at our asshole of the week. And we got a repeat winner this week. A rock star asshole, if you will, in Dan Bongino. Why, Dan, you ask? Because for a supposed superstar patriot, he and people like Bannon and all the other wealthy con men who scam the American people for their hard-earned money sure talk a lot of shit about their beloved country, the United States of America. Listen to this clip real quick. The deep state doesn't care who the attorney general is. That's why it's the deep state, not the silly state, not the stupid state, the deep state. They're so entrenched, some of these bureaucrats and swamp rats, that when you encroach on their territory and they don't like it, like Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, Don Trump Jr., Ron Johnson, Cash Patel, Devin Nunes, and others did, they'll take you down. Just listen to Chuck Schumer. Don't listen to me. Listen to him. He told you. You mess with these deep state intelligence officials. They'll, they have, what, seven ways from Sunday they'll get back at you? Folks, elements of the politicized intelligence community, the politicized IC, what I'm calling the deep state for the rest of this show, knew the Trump team had their number. They knew they had politicized the intelligence community. Intelligence community swamp knew it was using its abilities to take people out. Again, just listen to uh, up Chuck Schumer right there. What deep state? There's no such thing. And the conservative hustlers like yourself, Mr. Bongino, and Kentucky Bourbon Bannon, who, if you'll remember, just got a pardon like the day before Trump left the office for the GoFundMe border wall scam that he was facing trial for, for stealing like a million dollars from that fund. I'll put that article in the note too, just in the notes, just to refresh your memory about the border wall scam. But that happened. And let's go, you know, on a side note rant real quick. Follow me and then we'll get back to, to Dan Bongino real quick, okay? But blue collar America, people all over the country sent their hard earned money to that fund. They believed that, that the money they sent would go towards the border wall, which uh, that's not how our country operates. We don't set up GoFundMe accounts to pay for government projects. If that's the case, why the fuck are we paying taxes then? Taxes and GoFundMe for government projects? You don't smell the con yet? You don't fucking see what they're doing, my MAGA friends? Think. Analyze. And for whatever refurbished work Trump did on that fence, motherfucker didn't build shit and Mexico didn't pay for it. It's a fence. But they didn't and couldn't use the GoFundMe money for any sort of government plan. So under that table, under the table, Trump diverted $2.5 billion, billion, from the military to the border wall project. I'll place that article from the military times in the show notes too. Which one of you guys is going to email me and tell me that the military times is fake news? Hmm? Who's going to try and pull that shit? I'll be waiting. Keep sending me those emails guys. 
Uh, I'm interested in, and I'd love to see how this is fake. Info at eastwestgrind.com. That is info at eastwestgrind.com. Let's discuss it. And now look at this. April 30th, 2021. I'll put this article in the show notes too. But April 30th, Biden administration to return billions in border wall funding Trump diverted from the Pentagon. Do you guys see it yet? It's a puzzle. I've laid down the puzzle pieces for you. Look hard at the shapes and sizes. Trump, Bannon, Flynn, Bongino, etc. They're all telling you that you can fit a square peg into a circle. That is an illusion. Squares fit into squares. Circles fit into circles. When you're into perfection, keep on your toes. You have to be quick, because here's how it goes. Push the plunger down, set the timer. Fit the pieces in place. Don't be slow in perfection. You've got to move on fast. Move on fast. For the pieces pop up before you put in the last. And then perfection. Perfection. Complete with playing box, mechanical timer, and 25 geometric shapes. From Lakeside. See what I mean? Shit has to match up. It has to add up. It has to fit. Steve Bannon is one of the biggest con men in our country's history. And guess what, my MAGA friends? The Republican elected officials, officials, not all of them, guys like Kinzinger are legit. But the Trump arm of the party and the conservative lying news, air quotes again, are gaslighting you to believe shit that makes no sense. And they're pickpocketing their fellow American in the process. That is not fucking right, you guys. That is fucked up. They're all, Bannon, Bongino, Trump, they're all trying to turn the American people against their own government with no proof of this deep state of corruption and based on conspiracy theories. If the American government is a deep state corrupt government, Why then are so many people from all over the world, most from dictator countries, why are they migrating to America? Why are people trying to get in if our government is so bad? Wouldn't it be the opposite if we were such a corrupt government? Wouldn't people be leaving this country in droves or trying to seek out, sneak out of the country for a better life? And better government? Because as is, we have people trying to sneak in our great country from everywhere. Are you guys, my listeners, are you catching the grift yet? Do you see mass immigration to Russia, North Korea, China, Saudi Arabia? No, you don't. Those countries do not have the checks and balances and the freedoms that America has. Those countries are run by dictators. And all the leaders of those nations are homeboys of Trump's. And my grandmother, the great, the late great Rose Norris, always taught me, birds of a feather flock together. So circling back to our asshole in Dan Bongino, he's been pushing the lies and the conspiracies fed to him by the top of the GOP, then he feeds it to the American people through his shows and his platforms, 
That is not patriotic. That is a grift. And the MAGA members are the target. Dan Bongino, you are a pathetic excuse for a would-be Rush Limbaugh, and you're a fucking asshole. guys i gotta get out of here in honor of tawny kitten we're gonna go out with some white snake rest in peace thanks for being a part of my youth with all that sexiness back in the day safe travels girl shout out to our sponsors again at body and soul botanica and their miracle sports cream Remember, guys, when you go place your order, don't forget to use that 20% off with this exclusive East-West Grind promo code. www.bodysoulbotanica.com We'll see you next week, guys. we got a special, special guest in the hopper coming up with Heather Wells who works with the affordable housing for the 62 and older folks with the disabled and the homeless. Anybody out there want to talk about God's work? Right here with this chick, baby. All right, guys, enjoy this right here. I'll see you next week. And as always, I got your back, guys. Peace.